Oh my gosh, amazing. Well, that's such a good hack that I can't wait for people that are like in the CPG or like, you know, kind of manufacturing space to hear that. <laughs> Hi there, my name is Ganika Pinnam. And I'm Farika Pinnam. We're sisters and the co-founders of Ida. If you're an entrepreneur or a new and upcoming brand, discover customer and audience insights about your product niche at thinkida.com because we are where your customers are. As founders of Ida, we've immersed ourselves in the startup world and become obsessed with all things entrepreneurship. We've learned a lot along the way and still are. And now we want to share that with you, our listeners. Whether you're already a savvy business owner, just getting started, or an aspiring entrepreneur, you are in the right place. Join us as we journey through the ahas, the oh no's, the why me's, the ups and downs, and those serendipitous moments when something clicks and it all falls into place. Welcome to the Lightbulb Moment Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Lightbulb Moment Podcast. And today we have a very special guest that I'm very excited to talk to, uh, Nikki Ramsey, who is the founder of Janobi. Janobi is an eco-friendly line providing breast milk storage solutions, and it was recently featured on Shark Tank. As a working mother of two, returning from maternity leave, Nikki found herself unhappy with the impractical options for breast milk storage. So tired of dealing with leaky plastic bags, heavy glass jars, Nikki knew there had to be a simpler, more reliable solution. The Janobi bag was born along with a line of beautiful products that all, moon, all moms can use with confidence. Nikki currently lives in Indiana with her husband, daughter, and son, and is an active supporter of moms in the community. She's a graduate of Purdue University, and she has loved being able to share this brand to make lives easier. We are so, so grateful to have Nikki on the podcast today. And, you know, we're great fans of like women entrepreneurs and femtech here. So super excited to dive in and find out all about Nikki's journey with Janobi. Thank you so much for being here with us, Nikki, and making time in your busy schedule. Yes. Thank you guys so much for having us. Um, we always enjoy doing, like I said, podcasts and always so happy to share how um, our our experiences were on Shark Tank, as well as just coming to the idea of coming out with a sustainable option for parents. Yeah, amazing. And, um, you know, I can totally see like that what you're doing has such a big impact on women, right? But I really want to talk about your background as well, because I can tell like from your company mission and, you know, kind of what we were chatting about before, like you have um, this kind of broader thing that's just more than a company, right? So I would love to kind of hear where that passion comes from and your mission to empower other women and create a brand that like empowers them in their lives. Yes. So I really, I'm going to start from the beginning. So I really came from a very non-traditional household. Um, my father, he's, uh, he struggled with substance abuse and uh, my parents were divorced when I was younger. So my mom raised me, she was a single mom and you know, she worked really hard to help and support us. And as a teenager, let me tell you, I had to overcome a lot of obstacles. I was homeless as a teenager, having to graduate high school and finding myself eventually um, off to college and going to graduate school. Like, it's honestly a dream come true that I'm here speaking to you today and on Shark Tank. It, it was nothing but a blessing from God above. Um, I want parents and just people to know that despite whatever circumstances, challenges that you have in your life, that it seems like 
they're never they're never going to get better. There's always going to be light at the end of the tunnel. You have to just work really hard and stay faithful in what you're doing. That's beautiful. You're you're going to make me tear up. Um yeah. Honestly, that was such a beautiful message and you are so inspiring for battling all of that and just thriving. Like I'm getting emotional because I think your story it can just be such a beacon of hope to so many other women, parents, and just people in general, like you said. Yes. Um, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. I just want to thank you for being vulnerable. Go ahead. Absolutely. Yes. Um, And I just, it's so important for people to realize because sometimes people think that they see these entrepreneurs on Shark Tank and it's, it's easy to get there, but our road to Shark Tank was not easy Um, it was very hard, but we worked really hard and just kept our faith. And when we heard no, we kept going. When no one else believed in our idea, we believed in the idea. We believed that um, a sustainable option for breast milk bag storage was needed, especially with this climate crisis that we're in right now. And for the health and safety of the new generation that's coming up, it was important for us. So yes, when we heard no, we continued to push forward and push through and we kept believing in the product and Shark Tank believing in their product as well. Amazing. And we all know how hard it is, right? Like as an entrepreneur, like, you know, just in this crowded market space and, you know, even just being on the show, but beyond that, right? Like so many people think, yeah, the show, but you're building a whole company here and that's super commendable. And yeah, let's dive into that. Like your whole journey of getting there and the no's and the challenges you faced. Like, please tell me more about how this even started. So originally when, um, so I was pregnant with my second baby and I knew I wanted an option for breast milk storage that was going to be plastic free. Um, that was not a glass because glass breaks and then it's also super heavy to travel. I was a traveling therapist. I traveled in um, um, in Indiana and I needed something that I could take with me, but it could be like a lightweight, like a plastic bag, but something that's reusable to withstand the heat that breast milk goes through. Any kind of baby, um, whether it's breast milk or baby formula, Typically, it's heated up, and typically, it's heated heated up in either glass, plastic, or silicone. For most parents, really, plastic bottles are what they use. So think about the exposure to potential microplastics that these babies are having to go through every single day. I was making the switch for um, our household already in general because my daughter, she has a neurological condition and I was very aware of the potential um, dangers of plastics. And I wanted to make sure that with the second baby that we didn't have to put him at risk for anything. So I went to the marketplace and where everyone goes is Google and Amazon. And I found out that a reusable breast milk bag did not exist. And I was just really shocked by that. Now, I could find sous vide bags for my steak. I could find silicone bags for my sandwiches. This was like at the height of Stasher. Um, They had just went on Shark Tank as well. So I could find all these other really cool silicone bags, but nothing that was um, curated for the solution for breast milk. And if you're thinking about breast milk storage, typically uh, as parents, we store our breast milk in 
five, six ounce increments and nothing like that existed. And I thought it was just really weird. But I also knew that um, this breastfeeding femtech space was a very archaic space. Um, there had been no innovation at all, hardly. So I knew that what we were doing was going to be game changing in a sense. And it was. So I really got with an engineer. I drew out my design. We had a CAD file or we had a CAD drawing that we sent to a, a U.S. manufacturer because it was very important for us to have the product made in the U.S. But we quickly realized that when you have something made in the U.S., the manufacturer may not always take you or your business serious if you are a female founder. Now, not always, but that was our experience. So we went to this manufacturer and from the get-go, they gave us so much resistance with this product and this idea. And we ended up paying for a prototype with the manufacturer's suggested um, company that they sent us to. And we sent back the file to them and then they completely ghosted us. So I thought that was really weird. And as a result, I went and I did what any other entrepreneur would do. I went straight to Instagram. I found uh, products that were made of silicone that were in the baby space that I liked. They had great quality. I went to like my local baby boutique and I would purchase these products to see like how the quality was. And then I simply went on Instagram and messaged them. And I was like, hey, can you, you know, do you mind sharing with me who your factory is? And they did. So we um, were able to vet out factory in that kind of a way by going to the boutique, purchasing the product firsthand, and then also reaching out to the brand and asking them, oh, who's your manufacturer? And just having um, a brand share that is like, it's unheard of really, because brands don't share their manufacturers. So I was like, okay, well, this is God ordained. So um, we found our manufacturer, we got our prototype, and the bag was amazing. The quality was amazing. We worked with this factory since 2019 and we continue to work with them now. Oh my gosh. First of all, um, kudos on the hustle that you managed to like DM these people and get the factory out of them. Like them sharing a business secret like that. Um, pretty amazing. And that's such an ingenious way for you to vet things out too. I haven't heard of anyone doing that, like finding the ones you like and just like asking the people which ones they use you know, versus going to this big list. Yes, absolutely. So I just, I went to the store and I was like, okay, let me get this product and let me see how the quality is. And once I knew that I loved the quality of the product, I'm like, okay, this is who I want. I want their manufacturer to make my product. And I reached out to them and they were like, yeah, sure, here they are. Oh my gosh, amazing. <laughs> well, that's such a good hack that I can't wait for people that are like in the CPG or like, you know, kind of manufacturing space to hear that. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Awesome. And then um, you mentioned that you kind of hired an engineer and stuff to do the design. So um, at what stage of the process, like, are you full time on this now, by the way? Oh, yeah. So I am fully full time. Um, I am fully full time now. And I quit. My, I was able to quit my job last week. And I'm yeah, full -time, you know, I know. Yes, I'm so excited. I was able to quit my job last week. Um, I quit in my notice uh, three weeks ago or a month ago, actually. So um, I'm doing Genobi full time and I am 
I am all in with this company because I really want to see this product really changing the lives of parents and these households everywhere. Yeah. And with the way that baby products are, just the amount of amount of products you need for a baby, I can see that happening, you know, because people are so careful about their babies, rightfully so. And there's a lot of products a baby needs. So I can see this fitting into like the routine of a parent, you know? Yes. And well, and whenever I was designing the product, it was very important to me to make a product that parents wouldn't just use from infancy and then have to toss it to the side. I wanted mm-hmm. something because keep in mind, I um, it's very important that we try and reduce our waste. So I wanted something that would grow with the baby. So the breast milk bag turns into a food pouch at six months. And when the baby's done with their food and they're ready to do snacks, it turns into a snack pouch. Oh, that's great. Yes. So it changes. So it's like a a three-in-one. You know, you have one amazing silicone bag that transitions throughout the lifespan of the household for the parents and the child. That's amazing. I love the sustainability aspect too. And that's really great because actually like there's a lot of wastage with baby products because people... Unless they're planning on having more kids and they save them, a lot of people throw them out, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. So, yes, a lot of, yeah, a lot of things. Well, and a lot of things are just made to be like one, like one time, you know, use type yeah. things. And, you know, like this bag is so awesome because you're getting to use it thousands of times and you're going to be using it when your child's like seven years old. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I love that. And first of all, huge congrats on being able to quit your job. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I love that, that you were able to do that. And I was going to ask you, like, when you decided to, you know, invest your own money into getting the designs, getting the engineer, like, um, was that hard for you to make that decision? Or like, did you have to go through like a certain mindset or like pep talk, like, kind of walk me through, I guess, your mindset before kind of jumping into this investment, because it's not easy to you know, design a product and get shipments and work with the factory and all of that. Yes. So it is, a. it's definitely a type of a mindset you have, that you have to have. You have to be willing to take risk, right? Because any kind of um, small business that you're going to start up, it, it will come with risk. And I struggled with people not believing in the product. So people just wouldn't, they could, they couldn't see, um, my vision for Genobi and my vision for what this breast milk bag um, was going to be doing, how it was going to be helping provide an ultimate solution for, for uh, breastfeeding parents. So it was really hard for me to get people on board with the idea, but I believed in it and I knew that it was something that was needed. And when we had our first knockoff, so we went viral on social media. Initially, we were going to be doing a Kickstarter program and I was doing a lot of research on Kickstarter and someone said that when you do Kickstarter, you have a very high probability of getting knocked off like super fast before your product even is out of production. And I said, okay, well, I don't want to do Kickstarter because there'll be a lot of eyes on this. I knew that we had, we had already went viral on on like Facebook, social media, Instagram. And I said, let's just launch from our website and we're going to do it that way. Because of the virality that we had already obtained from from Facebook, we had a knockoff by January of 2020. 
we we went public with the idea in August of 2019. By January 2020, we had already had a knockoff. The knockoff mm-hmm. was, yeah, it was crazy. It was already in like all major retail stores. It was insane. Oh my god! Yes. So yeah, like, it was crazy. <laughs> like sometimes, like you'll hear like a knockoff, but you know you'll see it in like the local dollar store or just on Amazon. The fact that it was everywhere, like how no. did you bounce back from that? Oh my goodness, yes. So keep in mind, when you are creating a product, you go through all of the potential issues that this product could cause, right? So as a breastfeeding mom, I knew, okay, what's important? It's important that this bag is going to be able to hold uh, the appropriate amount of breast milk, six to eight ounces. What else is important? It's going to be important that this breast milk bag not leak because liquid gold is so hard to obtain, And you would do everything in your power to try and keep it from leaking. Um, Number two, how is this product going to um, just make an impact on families? And when we had a customer DM us and she's like, hey, is this your product? And I was like, no, like, what is this? This company had these claims. They pretty much took wording verbatim that we had taken and because they were like a multi, they were like a multi-million dollar, huge um, silicon bag company, I'll say. And they had, they were already in the market for their uh, uh, silicon like sandwich bags and food bags. So pretty much it was super easy for them to just like go to their manufacturer and say, hey, you know, like we want to, you know, make this, whatever, probably. And when we spoke to our legal team about it, legal team was like, okay, you can do this one or two ways. You can try and fight this out legally, or you can just continue to innovate and continue to uh, provide solutions for moms. So we took the other route to continue innovating. And I quickly realized that our breast milk bag was so different than the competitor that had popped up in the market because the issue that I told you about with making sure that breast milk isn't going to spill, this com- this product was, it did exactly that. If it wasn't like in a certain position. So oh. yeah, I know. Yeah. So I was like, oh my, <laughs> I hope people don't think this is us. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's what we, that's what we typically do. So we have tons of competitors now and we just continue to, um, innovate this space and we know that our product is the only reusable breast milk storage bag that transitions and can be used as a breast milk bag a food bag and also a snack bag for your child to where it's like our competitors like uh, you know they they're 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 on us hot because they love our product and our idea but they can never be Genovi though oh Nikki I love your mindset around this because I found this story stressful for me to just listen to. <laughs> so the fact that you're staying so calm and like, you know what you're innovating on is just so amazing to me because like being ripped off by clearly what it sounds like a multi-billion dollar corporation that has multiple lines of products like that is tough. Oh yeah. It's yeah, it's definitely tough. And you have to just know your why and why you started and Hey, have you ever wanted to create your own podcast and share your own light mold moments with the world? If so, now's the perfect time to do so because audio is the future of the internet. 
And Anchor is a perfect place to do it. So Anchor is a podcasting platform you can find at anchor.fm. And it's what we use to create the Lightbulb Moment podcast. So Anchor is amazing because, first of all, it's completely free to use. Yep, completely free. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So I've used Anchor to record with other guests on a mobile app. And you can also edit on your computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you across so many platforms. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other major podcast streaming sites. So you don't have to set up individual accounts and try to distribute to all of those places. And you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum subscribers needed. And it's basically everything you need to record, edit, and publish your podcast in one place all for free. So I highly encourage you to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good luck. Then, like I said, you have to continue to innovate. The key is innovation. Yeah, and that's amazing. So by the time... so by the time this product, this one company had, had already like knocked off our product and came in the market, we were already on to our next, our second and third product ideas already. Oh, great. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and, you know, that's the thing, like with a startup mentality is like you can innovate. Like it just boggles my mind that these companies have billions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of employees, and they can't seem to come up with ideas and they have to like knock off small businesses. You know, it's like. So unfortunate. Yeah, it's I, so that's actually something that's done um, a lot frequently than what we believe, which I was really shocked by that until it happened to me so quickly. And I was like, oh, wow, this is actually a thing. They just go on Instagram and they find trending or Facebook and they find trending um, products from small businesses and then they just quickly make their own. <laughs> oh, a little sleazy if you ask me, but I'm so glad you were able to rise above it and, um, you know, kind of keep your product as a competitive um, difference. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, awesome. And so I want to know, like, kind of then from, you know, you got the product, you, you know, the quality was really great. How did you go about, like, um, finding your first customers and then the, kind of the road to Shark Tank? So, um, honestly, finding our first customers was all off the backs of Facebook groups. So we um, were in a ton of uh, breastfeeding Facebook groups because I was breastfeeding mom and just really getting feedback from moms. And, you know, how do you like this product? Like, what are your thoughts about it? And of course they loved it. So we started an email list and the email list for was for like pre-order. So, you know, sign up for our email list. And then whenever we go live, you'll be, you'll be able to get like a discount a special discount code to use on the product and then um, first dibs on it. So we really found our customers through Facebook and Instagram and they loved it. Everyone loved it. Even the big, even the big plastic breast milk bag companies loved it and wanted to work with us. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Um, so great that you were like part of your audience basically. So you were able to like do grassroots marketing and stuff. Oh yeah, because we're a small business, so we don't have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend on, yeah. um, you know, like Facebook and Instagram ads. And TikTok was, a, I mean, TikTok was previously Musical.ly, but it wasn't like a thing like it is now. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, because you said you started in 2019, right? Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think it really blew up like summer 2020, like during the pandemic for sure. 
That's awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you got such positive feedback because, and it seems like you found like your product market fit basically, like um, the way it's been taking off and the way that, you know, the reception to it. Yes. So we totally found our product market fit and um, it was like, and that's even how we continue to find our customers now. I mean, we do, we, we, we have money now to actually like run our ads and everything, but we still are, we still depend on, you know, breastfeeding moms that give their feedback to their friends and your breastfeeding influencers. All those things all are very important. It's not mm-hmm. just like what you're advertising, but there's a, a other things that are important in making sure that your brand is successful. Um, including influencers and um, including like mommy bloggers for us are very important as well. Oh, totally. I think especially in that community, because I remember like a few years ago, there was this um, kind of social media for moms that was able to fundraise a lot because um, it's kind of, it can get lonely. And so they had like tapped into this insight that, you know, being a mom can be lonely. So they had created like peanut, which was like a social media just for moms. Um, So I totally see how the social aspect and like the influencer aspect is so important in this community and um I would love to know more then about kind of what's next for you it seems like you're already innovating creating all these new products um so if you're able to share like what's next for Janobi or like um creating more products with parents or moms in mind yes so um we are looking of course at expanding our uh international and uh, our retail distribution and getting Janobi into retail stores such as Target and Nordstrom and uh, Poppy Born Baby. So a lot of these uh, very, yes. So a lot of these awesome retail spaces and we have an amazing Shark Tank partner now that also has sweet baby twins and just uh, connecting more with mommies in the uh, breastfeeding community and um, in the, mommy community in, in general. And of course we have our new breast milk cooling cup that we're launching and it helps to keep your breast milk cold while you're on the go. And whenever your baby's done with it, it helps to keep your iced coffee cold or whatever you want to keep cold. So yes, and it's battery operated. So no need to be lugging around a heavy um, ice pack. Yeah. That's awesome and so right about Robert and his little baby twins. Uh, um, actually, it's uh, Emma. Oh, it's Emma? Yes. Robert. So I actually wanted Robert as a – so originally, I thought Robert was going to be there. But um, we – so my episode, we had a guest shark. And um, Robert was a shark that I knew that had twins, and I knew his wife was breastfeeding. So I knew he would get it. And I was like, okay. Like I'm gonna, I, I had everything ready for Robert, and then I was like, oh wait a minute, we don't have Robert, you know. But it worked out well because Emma uh, Greed is a new mom of twins as well. So yes, and she's a perfect shark for uh, the perfect shark for Janobi. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I didn't know Emma had twins. That's awesome. Yes, and- they're I think like four months old. Oh, okay. Wow, that's perfect. Well. So tell me more about your Shark Tank experience then. So is it like you don't know until you go in which sharks are going to be there? So, yes. So um, we, I, I knew going in the shark that I wanted. Um, and I knew that Mark and uh, Mr. Wonderful, their kids were like older. And I 
was like, Robert is our best bet. He's going to understand breastfeeding. Sometimes breastfeeding can like intimidate people. And his twins were young enough to where like he could still probably remember some of the thick of the struggles with, you know, breastfeeding and breast milk storage. Um, and when we found out that we were going to have Emma, I was like, okay, like let's, you know, let's research Emma. So, you know, of course I started researching Emma and, um, trying to learn as much as I could about, um, Emma. And, um, when I found out, I was like, oh my goodness, like she's amazing. She has kids. She was a breastfeeding mom before she, you know, she had her twins and this is going to be, this could be potentially perfect. And she's a young mom too. So, um, but yes, and going in, of course, like you're so nervous and you can't, because there's so much going on when you like step foot on the set. It's like, you forget everything. <laughs> you, it's like, you forget everything, but you don't forget everything. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, and, and I, I thought going in that they were going to be like so mean to me, but they were super nice. And um, they all loved the idea of Janobi. They all loved it. And Barbara, she gave us a compliment and she was just like, this is super easy to take on and off Nikki with our slider that helps to keep the breast milk secure. And um, everyone just really had nothing but great things to say about the product. So that was really awesome. Oh, well, I'm so glad to hear that because I wasn't sure, like, because, you know, sometimes even on TV, they aired, like, the part about, shark, like, entrepreneurs getting, like, ripped into. But, like, even behind the scenes, I wasn't sure if they cut out some parts that were, like, maybe a bit tougher. But I'm so glad to hear you had a positive experience. Yes, we had a very positive experience with all the sharks. Like, they were all very just, they complimented us on the yeah. idea and just really putting your foot forward. And despite the, the obstacles, you know, we had to overcome before Janobi was found and then even after Janobi, they all were just like amazed by it yeah that's awesome and um emma if i'm not mistaken also has like a a jeans company right um with yeah so yeah so emma is the uh, co-founder of a good american with chloe kardashian and then also she is with uh skims with kim kardashian and chris jenner with safely it's like a uh or like a line of healthy uh cleaning products and they're all amazing let's just say like yeah like she is just a powerhouse yeah i was just gonna say those are all like great brands that like you know kind of target women as well so that's amazing to have her kind of now on your board. Yeah, and Emma, one of the awesome things that I loved about her, and I found this out after we aired, was that she really has the heart and she wants to help women of color, women of color that may not, you know, because women of color, we receive less than 2% of venture capital funding mm-hmm. and women receive only 2%. So, I mean, we receive even less. And just having yeah. her have a heart for wanting to help women of color, small businesses, like that in, in itself, it, you know, it spoke volumes about her as a partner. Yeah, I think that's so, so important. I'm so glad that you um, found that, like you yourself as a woman of color, because I think that's really, really important. Um, more so than even the funding, right? Because you want someone who's in your corner when things go south. And or if you want like that extra help or that partnership or that connection, um, I think that's really awesome that her heart it is heart is in it too, you know? Yes, absolutely. Like I, I want someone that's, I mean, it's nice to have an investor and they're going to give you um, money to invest in your company, but 
at the end of the day, you want someone that genuinely loves and cares about the product. And also they care about you as an entrepreneur and how mm-hmm. they're going to help you as well. Absolutely. I mean, I've heard it before, like, I think at different pitch competitions where they say like, you taking on funding is kind of like a marriage because you have to be willing to work with this person for like the life of your company, basically. Pretty much. (laughs) So I think that's awesome. Well, I'm so excited that you got this and I can't wait to see what happens with Janobi um, and all the cool like upcoming, you know, international or retail or, you know, the cooling cup that you mentioned. All good things. Yes, we are growing so fast. And being on Shark Tank was amazing because it has given us the visibility. And of course, like the brand awareness has been amazing. Um, It has been an amazing experience for Genovi. Awesome. Well, as we wrap up here, when you shared so many like golden nuggets, I feel I think your story is so inspiring. And I, I can't believe like just everything that you've overcome to bring this company to where it is. And just even in your life. So I'm sure listeners found that very inspiring. But if you have any kind of like last bit of takeaway that you want to share while we're here on the podcast, what would that be, Nikki? I would tell if anyone, if they have, if you have a business idea, just go forward with the idea, no matter what people think, because ultimately at the end of the day, you're going to have to live with the regrets of not doing that idea you know, whatever you could have. And then one day you're going to walk into a store like Target or Home Depot or Walmart, and you're going to see that product idea that you were, you had so much belief in on the shelf somewhere and think, man, I should have done that, you know? Yeah, (laughs) I love that. And, you know, Nikki is like the living proof of that, as you all heard, because people didn't believe it. And you heard no so many times. And now here you are growing like crazy, have a Shark Tank deal and just all good things ahead. Yes, definitely. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on. And I have, um, I guess, one, where can, you know, obviously the website, which we're going to link in the show notes, Janobi.com. But where else can people find you, Nikki, online? Yes. So we're super active in our Instagram community at Janobi Bags. And we are also very active on TikTok and Facebook. Okay, perfect. And, you know, whether this is something that you want to give to someone in your life or you're about to be a mom or your new mom. You know where to find Janobi. And uh, my last question, which we'd been talking about before we started this conversation, is why is it called Janobi? I'm super curious. It's such a cute name. Thank you so much. So it's actually a hybrid of my daughter, Journey, and my son, Noble, their names. Oh, that's so adorable. I was not expecting that. That's <laughs> so cute. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that makes it even cuter. So, um, Nikki, you have a wonderful story. And so please, people that want to support an amazing woman entrepreneur like Nikki or, you know, you want the product, um, we'll definitely leave that in the show notes. And thank you so much for spending this time with us and sharing your story. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. And I hope your uh, viewers, they really enjoyed listening to our story. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Want to get a workbook detailing steps you can take for your business today, as well as our top recommendations for entrepreneurs? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot, and email it to contact at thinkida.com. Thank you for listening to the Lightbulb Moment Podcast. We'll see you here next time.